Welcome to Spirit Switchboard. I am your host, Carrie Lynn Shelhorn, and you are listening to us live on the United Public Radio Network and the UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 New Orleans. So thanks, everybody, for being here today. I cannot tell you how excited I am. Like, I honestly woke up this morning thinking it was Christmas, and I was trying really hard to stay present and not want the day to rush through so that we could get <laughs> to where we're sitting right now. Um, yeah, just really excited. And there's just going to be so much to share with you guys. So we're just going to jump right into it. So my my guest today, my guest today is Joni Templeton Skinner. She is a clairvoyant and forensic astrologer. Uh, growing up clairvoyant, uh, Joni has been assisting victims, uh, families and law enforcement uh, in missing person cases and cold case homicides for the past 30 years. Uh, she's currently host uh, to her own true crime, psychic true crime podcast with the Rift Radio Podcast Network, True Crime Mysteries Beyond the Veil. It is on Mondays at 7 uh, Eastern. Please hang out. You can hang out with me in the chat and you're going to learn about all kinds of stuff. It's amazing. Um, and she is also author of her book, Activating Your Gift um, and the Claire's. Let's bring Joni in. Oh. I was excited all day too. Yeah. <laughs> like it was really hard to stay present today. I mean, it was, but it was a busy day. I'm glad that we're sitting where we're at now though. I, busy days are okay. They're good. The, um, for 2024, because I, I do astrology as well, but I love my passion is forensic astrology for just for those that are like, Oh, we can't go on another year. We've been through so much. It is funny. Lots of people are commenting that already. Like it's been a long year and we're only at the end of February. <laughs> like We've got good transits through 24. A lot of awakenings, a lot of healings, a lot of clairvoyancy, a lot of downloads for people. Yeah. And if you're already clairvoyant, clairvoyant like you are, like super medium, you're just going to get bombarded. Oh, <laughs> it, it was the week. It, it was certainly the week. Hi, Linda. Thank you for being here. I know that Linda is um, one of the people that hangs out with you on, during your show. She's one of uh, she is. the people I see commenting there. Hello, Deb. Thank you for being here. We do. We have a great crew on Monday night Hello. and a lot are clairvoyants. So as I'm going through the forensic astrology, they will pick up downloads. Of Hi, the Julie. And so uh, to be honest with you, I was not prepared. <laughs> like I truly was not prepared. Like I was watching you. And for the most part, like the very first episode, the very first segment that I watched, Joni, and you were showing the charts. I was looking at those charts and I went like, I failed grade nine math, grade 10 math, grade 11 math failed yeah. each year because I hold my breath and go, I can't do it. And I'm looking at these charts and going, Oh my Lanta, you are a genius. I'm like, you could read me a dictionary and I will be emotionally invested. Joni. <laughs> like, I, this is I, it. It. I, I hate math. I cannot mm. do math. And when I started astrology, when I was like 12, we had to do it all by hand. Now with the computer, it's like, bam, bam, bam. So it's, it's anybody can do it now. And then the intuitive part, I remember um, that first segment. Hi, Kathy. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, 
you know, you were encouraging people, like if you're picking up, let me know. And and I've always hesitated. It's not like, it's certainly things that I've done in the, the past, but I understand the weight of responsibility that comes along with what you're passing along, right? So that that first segment I was watching and um, I think I held my breath the whole time. And when I do that, they all in spirit sound like the teacher from Charlie Brown wah, 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 on slow-mo, right? Push. It's the mm -hmm. push, the clear so then, medium push. If you are open intuitively and you're watching Joni's segments, you need to be okay with just allowing any information to flow. What you do with it is up to you. You will know what to do with it if you need to do something with it or just hold the space for it. Um, but definitely stuff comes through. It does come through. And I think too, I think the open space, and I've done this for a long time, but I don't, I necessarily want to find the missing person or the links to whatever the family of a yeah. person goes through. Um, but I don't necessarily care who did it. Let law enforcement take care of who did it. Right. Claim we don't, you know, oh. no names, you know, it's like, if it's, we, my mission is to find that person. That's I, it. Yeah, I agree. I think for me, um, and it's when I'm saying the weight of weight of responsibility, I don't need uh, my name attached to any of that kind of work that I've done. I don't, I don't need people to know that I've done it. I don't need any accolade from it. It just feels, you know, like being of service for the right reasons, right? Like, I, I think so. I, I, absolutely. And, you know, the search and rescue groups that I work with, like on a mapping, as you've seen it, the mapping that we do, we can put planets around it, like what Saturn was doing, what Jupiter was doing, what the sun was doing. They're like, no, just send us a map. We don't care how it works. We don't know why it works. Just show me where they're right. at. So you're right. I mean, no, you don't. Oh my gosh, Tammy. She <laughs> is amazing. She's, She's so beyond cute. amazing. I agree, Tammy. And I'm loving getting to know you too, Tammy, from the conversations and how it unfolds. You really do start a community of people. Yeah. And, um, you know, everybody plays a plays a part in it. She is search and rescue. She's yes. Down is in, she in Texas? Yes, she's yeah. down in Texas. She I'm has, listening. I'm paying she attention. She does. She's got the canine. She's And yeah. she's a PI. She's a private investigator. Love it. Yeah, I love it. You know, and, and she's one of those people that she will go out of her way to help everybody. And you know. so there, um, is it Tammy that's doing the uh, fundraiser right now, or is that something yes, else? Tammy, you wanna, you wanna one share of Tammy's that? families is doing a fundraiser to raise a um, the, an award so that the family can have more award money. Right. Because people don't realize when someone goes missing, they have flyer expenses. Many of them have to quit their jobs to go out and search for their loved one. They have to hire a PI. So it's um, it's it's on March the 1st. And I'll give you all the links for the mugs benefit. It's a raffle. Yeah. And it's um, the girl's sister. She makes mugs and it's like three chances for five dollars. Okay. For little mugs that she made. Um, yeah. 
Kathy's daughter. And Kathy lost her other daughter. She's missing in Texas. So we work on that case as well. Okay. So it is, it's a big family. And, and, you know, a lot of the families that tune in have also lost loved ones. Uh, for example, Linda has a group called A Place of Solace. She lost her granddaughter tragically. So she's formed a private group in Facebook to help others. Okay. So you know, Linda, Linda, Tammy, Kathy, if you guys want to put any of that information, like in the chat, I can put it, put it up as well too, for people to read. And, um, we can, for the audio listeners, we'll, we'll say, you know, the information or link you guys out as well too. So the people that are listening audio, um, to the audio later are also able to find you guys. Uh, Linda's just saying so many heartbreaking stories. Yes. And I'm in Canada and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's here too. Well, I um, had a case in Canada and um, it was up. Or is it New Brunswick? Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So New Brunswick is, is um, out and, East. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in Ontario. And you know, I'm the Kentucky girl. So when the police would call, they have the French accents, which it was a beautiful accent. The East Coast people are uh, the best, actually. Oh, and, and I'm like, um, I'm from Kentucky. And he was having a hard time listening to what I was saying. And I'm like, why don't we just write this out? <laughs> right. <laughs> so funny. The East Coast people are very laid back and, and appreciative. Like they're they're great. Well, oh, thank you. If I was close, I would be up there searching with them. There's Kathy. There yeah, if you just type if you type it in, then I can uh we'll definitely uh share through here too for you guys. Well, thank so you. I think you're quite welcome. You're welcome. That's what it's about, right? Yes. Um can we dial it all back for for people and yes. um maybe say, could you share with us how you actually got started? Like, I know you said you started with astrology at age 12. I think we all do in teen magazines, you know, what our astrology is going to be like for the week. But I mean, there's a, I don't think that I'm learning so much just in those few weeks of how astrology could be so different uh, with a different focus and, and maybe understanding myself more because you also hang out with Keith Ottersberg afterwards, sometimes on the Otters Den through the Rift Nation as well too, and talking about, you know, astrology. And I just, I'm learning so much from you. Um, yeah, that's helping me actually. So, you know, I think that um, maybe we can, and other people who don't understand astrology or have an interest or being pulled to it, uh, maybe you can help us understand it more. Well, I think um, for me, it's to always, because I'm a Libra, I'm a, I'm a huge Libra, and it has to be simple. It cannot be complicated. <laughs> yes. And there are so many times that I would read a horoscope or listen to an astrology podcast, and I'm like, what is this opposition square? I, yes. I don't know what, you know, so-and-so is, is being, and I'm like, no, if I'm going to discuss it and talk about it, I'm going to put it down on an earth level mm -hmm. because it's not complicated. Keep it's, it simple, stupid. Kiss. Thank you. Kiss it. 
you know, it's, it's not hard. Are you I, sure? Yeah, I think oh. that too many people and, and some of the things that I read and I have to read it two or three times because I'm like, what are, what are they even saying? Yeah. What, what do they mean by this? I don't. Well, I appreciate that you're being so transparent about that because I mean, I know I can almost get to tears if I read it. I go deer in headlight mode and get into tears. I step away, then I come back, and then I have to read it again and process yeah. it. And I think that I just have it come back to process the astrology until I found you. And now I'm all Aww. in. Well, I'm all in now. It's and so I agree, easy. Linda. It's amazing, the accuracy of Joni's work. I am well, not joking, Joni. I have been telling everybody. <laughs> Well, it's not my work. It's not mine. What happened is um, I used to uh, just do the clairvoyant clues and psychic clues with cases. And I met a forensic astrologer, a gal that was on, on YouTube, and she's from Australia, and her name is Kirsty McIntosh. That was years ago. And I thought, I have enough knowledge of astrology. Why don't I combine it? I'll combine it all and I will learn. Yeah. There's a, you know, there are so many offshoots of astrology. I see. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I thought could, it was so rigid. I thought it was very, yeah. I didn't understand there was a gray. There's a, there's a lot of gray. Yeah. Tons. Like you've got your natal chart, what you were born with, what you, if you look at it from a spirituality level, it's what you sat down with and said, this is what I want to come into this in incarnation and do. And it actually shows up on your natal chart. It's called the North Node. It's your destiny. So let's just, Melody, thank you for being here. And I agree. Some, my mind has a hard time processing it as well, too. Melody's just saying I zone out and we'll just sort of catch up a wee bit. Tracy, thank you very much for, for spending your night with us. And Howie. Hello, hello. Hitman. He's so hello, sweet. Hitman. Yeah. But, well, the main thing is just to learn kind of the basics if you get started 101 with just the sun sign and just kind of what, like, okay, let's take for Leo, for example. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Typical Leo. They are heart. Mm -hmm. A Leo walks into a room and I spot them because the spotlight hits them and they don't even really know it. They command their presence just, they're like magnets. They're like Scorpios. They just, people just are drawn to their energy. Let's call it, it's energy. Right. Because the planets don't cause things to happen. It's the energy. So, gotcha. Um, you know, the planet doesn't cause you to have a wreck. You, you have a wreck because you probably were on your phone looking at a text. Right. So you just kind of, if you look at it that way and learn the star signs first and then kind of build, you have offshoots. And that's how I got into forensic astrology. Forensic astrology is very easy when you learn the basics of astrology. I love Scorpios. Scorpios are the most, I think they're the most understood sign out there. They get a bad rap. And my best friends are Scorpios. They my mom is a Scorpio. Oh my God. They love their caves. They love their alone time. 
you will never find a more loyal friend or actually a loyal man in your life than a Scorpio. They're intense. They're passionate. They're psychic, very psychic. Mm -hmm. I, you know, people say cancer, you know, cancer psychic, but so are Scorpios. Scorpios just can get a little bit obsessive. <laughs> well, I, and I find like when they're in the shadow side of things, self-loathing, right? Yes. That, that level. So I'm just going to catch up here a wee bit with some of the comments. Okay. Uh, um, Tracy, I, I, I would love a free reading if you ever do free readings. I appreciate you being here. We're not doing readings tonight, um, but I appreciate you hanging out with us. Um, Michelle. It is actually Michelle's birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. As a Pisces, I feel I'd make a great accomplice. I agree. And, and you know, that's another <laughs> part of astrology. On a birthday, you do what's called a solar return. Solar return tells you the theme of the next year. So an astrologer can look at your planets for the next year and you get, that's called a solar return. Cindy oh, is just... Libra. Cindy's just asking, I'm a Libra too. What if you don't know your birth time? I was adopted and don't know my time of birth. You, we could use noon. You can use noon. And what, what we look at are rising and moon signs. Okay. Those mm -hmm. are the big three. You're going to have your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising. Through a process of elimination, you can kind of, we can get close to what your time of birth was. That's good to know. Yeah, we can get close. Um, hi, Julie. Thank you for being here. Julie was my guest last week. Oh. So if you missed the episode, you can go into the archives or you can watch it on um, YouTube on uh, my channel there or on Julie. I think Julie also shared it on her page. If you go to Julie Crow Spiritual Advisor on Facebook, it's there as well, too. Um, Julie is just saying my husband is Leo. Me too. God love him. My, my uh, son-in-law is a Leo. And my daughter's a Libra. It's a good match. Libra and Leos are good matches. Somebody's just saying thank you. Thank you. Oh, so sweet. Now the difference. Everyone's saying happy birthday to oh, Michelle, which is great. Happy thank birthday, you. Pisces. My son is a Pisces. We've got, you know, they're the dreamers. No boundaries. Um, they're also very psychic. All the water signs are, are psychic, thank intuitive. You. Oh, thank you. So sweet. We love know, the Rift Nation Network. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. You guys have a lot of good, because um, Howie's got, Howie and Rhonda, actually Rhonda was on as well too. So that's another segment that you guys can uh, find in the archives. And I think I'm going to be on their uh, show, the Orion Network on, um, I think it's March 10th. I will be there hanging out with you guys on this Sunday. I love They have a great show on Sundays at seven. It goes by so fast. It does. It goes by really fast. But you know, on the forensic end, if, if you're ever listening and can I kind of share with what happened with you? It's, it's Monday. Totally up to you. I've uh, only shared it with you and one other person. I kind of kept it on the radar. It okay. took me a couple of days to process it, but I'm okay about talking about it now. Are you sure? Okay. Yep. And if, if it just happens, for example, we had in the States a little girl that went missing uh, the day after Valentine's Day. 
Now, some missing persons cases will hit social media and explode. Some don't. You know, I, I usually do the work of the some don'ts. I'll usually, if a family contacts me or if search and rescue contacts me, if it's a fairly famous case, I will look at it. Right. So that's why I was looking at Audrey. That was a little 11 year old that went missing down in Texas. So we were talking, I didn't have it. When, when we do what's called an event chart, you have natal charts, solar charts in forensic astrology, you use an event chart. We need the time that the person was last seen a last text message the last time they were spotted on camera now, because everybody here has ring cameras. Yeah. Then you do an astrology chart. It's called an event chart. So we look at what the planets were doing at the time of the actual event, whether it be a kidnapping. 911 call or. 911 call. Perfect. Yeah. Call. And the address where that person was. So when we get that, then when I get that chart, then we go through math, math, and we add degrees. And that's when I show you the maps on Monday nights where that we can give to search and rescue, where the astrology actually will map out in what are called bearings. Scribble maps does it. I don't do it. It draws the lines and it will say in this little wedge, this is yeah. where you should look. So I was showing the map. Are we able to, are you able to present, share from here? Um, I could try to pull up Google slides. Should you want me to try? If we hit present down, can you see like, yeah, I can get into my Google slides. I can show you. I can, I, I've got some Just on the one. Yeah. The one we can okay. try. Or I could show you, could I show you on my phone? Yeah. I don't know if it would work. I don't want to cut us off. Well, <laughs> I don't I'll just keep talking and I'll bring it back in. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Virginia. Thank you for being okay, here. I'll show you this on my phone. Oh, if Linda, we... hang on. Just wait till you see. Okay. So hold the bottom, tilt the bottom of your phone towards you. That away. Okay, yeah, yeah, can yeah. Can you see that? So you guys, I don't know if you're able to see, but the, the lines, there's a blue pin. There How's you go. that? Yep. Thank okay, you. Okay. So you, as a matter of fact, this is Audrey. That is the one. And this is yes. the little girl that disappeared. Yes. If you can see the star. That's where Audrey was found. The yellow line is one of the planet lines. It was actually the man that had done it, done the actual crime. It was the planet that represented him. That's the planet that went exactly to where Audrey was. If you yeah. can see that where the star is. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Okay. So what happened is we were talking about it. And afterwards, I guess we were talking the next day or was it that evening? So Here what happened, what happened was during the show, um, which I was just like listening to you talk. Like, I'm not joking. I'm just emotionally invested. If you got something going on, I'm going to listen to it. I would, <laughs> I would like, I would listen to you read the dictionary, Joni. I really would. So I was listening to the, to the, to Audrey's stuff and um, I was getting intuitive hits 
And it, it, I mean, it's not the first time that that stuff's happened for, for cases like that. Um, so I grabbed a notebook and I just started writing and then I, I screenshot it and then I, then more came through and I screenshot it. So it happened four different times because in my head, I kept hearing your word timestamp. So we use the timestamp right. <laughs> to, to map this out on the chart. So I just figured if I had the timestamp that I'd hang on to it. So the very next morning after your show, so she went missing. Um, the recall went in, in the morning, he right. was like doing his, can we say douchebaggy? Can we get in trouble for that? Is that I a bad word so. to say now? I so think... he was doing his douchebaggy things, like trying to frame, and he knew right away he was trying to frame the mom and tuck her in. The whole story is very sad. And smart mom, you know, knew that there was something off and right. did what she needed to do as a mom uh, to, to get things moving. So good for her. Um, anyway, I think it was, so the show was on Monday. So that was you know, whenever that, that date was. And the very next day you sent me a text and, and said they found her and I sent you, Oh my gosh, Joni, I did all of this stuff and I screenshot what I took and I, or what I was feeling and I sent it to you. And it, where I was seeing her being found was right where that blue pin is at the top. And, and that's where her backpack was. And we were showing that on Monday night. Yeah. And you, got word down from the back on down from the backpack. Yeah. She was exactly eight. I think it was four miles, maybe not even that far. She was directly down from the backpack. That's the download that you got. Yeah. She, yeah. All the information she gave about how her body would be found and how separate everything was, uh, was exactly like what she was, what ended up happening was exactly what she was showing me during the episode that we, when we were talking I, about her. It was crazy. And, you know, those are the kind of cases that we, I think it's the best way to learn is to go back, look at the chart. Now, the actual uh, chart that looks like a natal chart, just like a normal natal chart. Tells and us a natal a chart tells us about our birth yes. planets. Okay. Correct. But the event chart on forensic astrology, for example, uh, the end of the matter is the fourth house in astrology. That was in cancer. She was in water. Yeah. When I see cancer, I know the person is probably in water. Right. Saturn represents body. Mm -hmm. Pluto represents chaos or D-E-A-T-H. So there are many different things that the planets tell us in a chart in forensic astrology. So if you were interested in doing forensic astrology or understanding more, like starting with those, understanding what the planets yes. represent would be a good place to start. I would say get basic astrology down, just a normal basic astrology. You don't have to know it inside and out. But you have to know some of the characteristics of the certain signs, like all oh, water signs, you know, you just a little bit. You don't have to be a scholar. Then Kirstie McIntosh, she's from Australia. She is the best forensic astrologer in the world, actually. And she is on YouTube. She has a book that I go, I, her book is in my purse at all times. Wow. 
and she is the best. She will teach and she offers herself to everybody. She has taught me everything that I am able to teach other people or right. to work with people. And, you know, forensic astrology is tough. And like you say, there are ethical things that come along with it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I only work with families or search and rescue groups, or even if law enforcement. Um, but like I said, if it's a famous case, I will do it. If not, I, I think it's an invasion. Well, this is it. And, and it's about, um, not, it's not about you. It's not, ab it's not about your ability and making it about, about you. And, and I know, um, I was going to ask you about this. Do you, because it was actually one of the questions I wrote down because I know that I can go scroll on Red Bull and sideways and forget to ask. <laughs> so I knew that that was probably going to freaking happen. Um, right. I wrote down needing more facts that can be charted in order to get more insight on the case. So as it unfolds and you get more information, you create another chart. So it's more than just one chart. It could be multiple, multiple charts in yes. order to understand the whole case. And, and I, I feel that, um, Sometimes uh, people are not found until they are meant to be found because there's other things that have to be in play for whatever reason that is, right? Like, I know I, I believe a, that I, wholeheartedly. I did a group event, you know, I'm just, it's like a group gallery event in somebody's home and I get everybody in a circle and I'm passing them off. Boom, 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 boom. Here's all your people. Here's who's behind you, all these messages. And then I got to this, this family and it, it was um, someone that got unalived by uh, at the hand of somebody else. And then it, it was the same thing, kind of like what happened on money. And it was all very accurate, 100% accurate. And then uh, they went looking again and, and still, you know, didn't, didn't find that person. So, you know, um, and it's, it's been a long time, but you know, everything was right, but that not found. So I think sometimes if you're, if they're meant to be found, they're going to be found or other things have to come and play in until that happens, which is gutting. It's heart wrenching. It, it, it's heart wrenching because the families never, it never leaves them. No, you know, there's no, there's no closure. It never, it's no. always with them. And that's what I always see with families. It's always the same thing. It never leaves them. They learn to cope. They yeah. learn to deal with it. They can help others, but it never leaves. And making sure, like if you are intuitive and getting information that like I gave it to you. So I, I showed you because that was my safe place. I'm not involved. I don't need to insert myself into any of this. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was for you. It was, it was between, holy shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh goodness. Like, I you know, it. so I'm going to be careful about when I'm watching now, but I'll send it to you. And then if it needs to go, you'll know what you need to do with it. That's sure. what, how I looked at it. But I mean, we can't, um, devastate people who are all like devastate them more. They're already devastated. Yes. We do not need to add, um, more salt and, and get in the way of the people who are responsible for, for trying to solve it and for helping them, you know, are we helping or hurting? And we need to always be mindful of that. 
and and I think with um, true crime and the and social media really helps. It mm-hmm. helps to find people, mm-hmm. but then it can also be a very damaging tool as well because the families initially are are attacked. And sometimes I think people mean well, they don't understand it, but you have to know where to, when you do things like forensic astrology or even with psychic clues yeah, or tarot or anything, be very conscious that there is a family out mm-hmm. there. And, and I, I, that never, I never forget that. Yeah. Well, no, I never forget um, that. I'm the, Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Linda is just saying thank you for always being so ethical. Actually, um, Joni, you, uh, Linda, and you are very similar uh, in (laughs) in personality and and how you approach things. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. But if you're interested in getting involved with forensic astrology, tune in on Mondays because I, I hope I do it slow to where it can be understood you know and i love when the clairvoyance tune in because it just adds (laughs) it helps i don't quite understand the question (laughs) hey how how long have y'all been dressing up as women uh mars and venus is is there a gender Oh, we're just going to move you on there, buddy. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I relate as a woman. (laughs) Right? My entire life. We're just going to delete some of that. (laughs) Holy cow. You know, there's some weird things going (laughs) on. Stephen is saying, I don't help with cases anymore. They start looking at you as a suspect when you tell them where the bodies are. Well, I've not, I've not had um, that happen to me specifically, but I just, I think at the time my kids were smaller. I've been a single mom forever. So it was, it weighed a lot on me emotionally when I was, you know, in charge of my own little people and, um, all those big emotions. That, that's hard. I mean, that would be very hard and difficult. Um, yeah. Because I, I, I guess they could, you know. I've never had that happen to me, but uh, like I said, I'm pretty selective on who I do what and who with. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I sent um, the screenshots of what I was getting to you because um, I knew that it was a safe place and you would. Oh, know very safe. That, right. And, and, you know, it's very agreed, sweet. Keith. Agreed. <laughs> Thanks for being Keith here. Keith is probably on one of his fake accounts doing that. <laughs> Did you just like toss him under the bus and let everybody know about his fake oh, account? That's because, that's because Howie's trying to like auction him off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to start a dating site for. Oh, um, please. Astrology dating site. I think that. Um, really? Yeah. Do you think that would be fun? Keith is saying I got question once. I, I don't know if it would be. Dating is exhausting. Dating is exhausting in and of itself. But if we did it with astrology, it might be fun. 
That was funny. <laughs> Keith and I laugh. I vent to Keith and he's like, oh, the, the psycho Libra is coming up. You know, I just like I'm texting like a lunatic. <laughs> Oh, I, yeah. And I mean, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of dating, of, of dating uh, too much. I want to really get as much as we can talking about um, forensic astrology. We need, sure. to, we need one for Keith. We need to get, <laughs> to but you know, I think if, as far as if you're interested in forensic astrology, look up Kirstie's um, YouTube videos, Kirstie McIntosh on YouTube. She's got him from beginning on tutorials. She has a lot of her cases on there and she has a book. That's where I really got started and blossomed out with it because her, her method is spot on. We find people. We legitimately find people. And you're following like her. Um, yes. Her guidance and how she, she maps things out and, and does yes. things. And, and, yes. um, and that's what I found. Like I watched that first segment, then I watched the follow-up the next. And you do a follow-up the week after and, you know, something that's new. So that's sort of how you unfold your, your show. Um, and it was... Um, uh, it starts with a D. The fellow is still, the trial still going on. And oh, Dulos, Dulos, Dulos case. Yes. yes. And you were like, yes. up here near where there's like an airport or something's going to be this way. Right. And this is going to be this way. And this is where they found the truck. And it was the next week when you did the follow up, it was like ping, 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 right where you said, you know, they were going to, to, to find that, you know. Here's these like, oh, it, it is, you know, anymore. It's like 99%. And if the other 1%, it's because they have the wrong timestamp or I've heard the wrong information. Because if uh, you follow the astrology, you follow like her pattern and, and, you know, the degrees that she uses, and it's not difficult, um, she, you find people. And using more than one chart, that's, I think, what I really learned too, right? Like it doesn't depending on what information you have and as more information comes out, you know, mapping it again and yes, how that unfolds. You know, yes, but you will know pretty quick into the game. If you've got a good chart, if you've got an accurate chart, and then if they do find somebody, you can go back and look at it and say, well, where, what did I do wrong? Or, why is it going this way or that way? It's a great learning tool. Astrology is looking at past history. Right. So that's what I'd like. That's what something else that you have mentioned before that I, I just appreciated hearing. Um, because when I'm working um, on an, in, like for a session or intuitively, and someone will ask, why don't I have a partner? Like, why don't I have that girlfriend? Or why don't I have that, that boyfriend? Um, loved ones come through in spirit and show me what happened back here. Yay. And every time. So I'm always looking where the most amount of healing needs to take place. So I'm seeing where blocks have started, whether they've been projected or, 
created and where we need to move things in order to allow what they have potentially to come forward for you, right? So I just appreciate hearing from you, like the past helps us and and how you approach that. Isn't that amazing how, um, for example, like Saturn, let's take Saturn. Saturn is karma. It's what we gain, the wisdom that we gain from the karma. If we don't either fight through it, fix it, like you say, in the mm-hmm. past, go through it, it will repeat. Karma yeah. repeats and then you accumulate or you come down with it. But until you get rid of it, you're going to continue with the lesson. It's all mm-hmm. a big classroom. Yeah, it's like a big theater. <laughs> it's a big theater. We're all playing a role. Donna Jean is just sharing. I'm always heartsick when I hear of kids and animals diet at someone else's yeah. hands, which makes it hard for me to accept the adage that everything happens for a reason. So that was something too, when, when you were looking at her chart, uh, the case from um, little Audrey's chart, I think it was Audrey's chart. You were saying like, look at where these are all lining up. That was, or is that the, a, a different case? <clears throat> that was another case. That was a little um, case that happened here that the father the trial was oh yes yes he was convicted yesterday he was charged the jury found him guilty and i thought i'm gonna pull up her natal chart i'm gonna look on the day that that they claimed in the court transcripts that her unalive occurred right it was all over her natal chart that's the one that we were talking about harmony and harmony that's right and you're right it makes me think was she destined to come in here? She had in astrology, what we call a finger of God. It's called a yod, finger of God. It's it's not common. She had two of them in her natal chart. Was she destined to come here to be unalive? You know, those are answers we, we, do, we don't know. We don't know the answers to that. Sorry, I'm just going to catch up on some of these. Sorry, sure, Michelle. Fine. You're fine, hun. Michelle is just saying, I'm trying to understand my chart as it is now. I had no idea that it could be used for so much more. Yes, right? Yes. It's, it is fascinating. Yes. I agree, Keith. It's absolutely amazing how accurate. Um, Muriel, you uh, is just commenting the Yod would probably tell. Yes. Finger of God. And, and it's for... As, as hard as some of that is to accept that uh, there's so many things that, that come from that, you know, people yes. that take on, um, that do advocacy afterwards and, and create um, support systems and, you know, so much, so many different things can, can happen from it. A lot of positives do come out of <laughs> the, the horrific things that do happen, you know. Yeah, it was very, it was very sad, Carlene. I agree. It was horrific. That that trial was horrific, and I actually, Carlene, watched the Harmony Montgomery trial because I wanted timestamps. They have never found the little one. Right. Oh, thank you, Howie. Hitman. 
you know, the, the Harmony Montgomery case, if nobody has ever looked into it, I'm working on that now. That was what Carlene was asking. Can we use um, her chart to find her? Yes. I, Carlene, I've, you know, if, if, I know you were watching it, but remember when they gave us places to look in the marshy area and the tolls, they caught him going down through the toll booths and up timestamp, but I didn't have that area. So I, that's my weekend. I'm going to work on harmony. I, I want them to find that little one. It's been five years. Wow. So I'll go back and watch that episode. If I get anything, I will send it to you privately yes. as well too. Um, Tammy, you're, I'm glad that you have the, the link. You don't need to send it to me privately. Um, if you want, you can send it to me privately and I can post it on my uh, social media as well too. But if you stick it in the chats for people to uh, see here, that would be great as well. Thank you. And that's for the uh, fundraiser. That's for Kathy, for right? For Kathy. Yeah. Her daughter, Valerie, is still missing. We're still searching for her. So it, we're a family. We're a tribe. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. You really do get to um, uh, meet these people and uh, like-minded with um, the, the same intention, right? And, and like I said, they've also had the devastation in their families. So they can, they know how to relate. It's, it's wonderful. I, I, I just worship them. They're, I just, I'm so grateful. Yeah. The bridge, that bridge. Kathy, we are a tribe. Yeah. I hope I kind of shed a little light on forensic astrology. I hope I did. Oh, well, we, we still got lots of time and I got lots of questions still. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> we are we are longer than an hour show. We're like an hour and 45. So oh, we perfect. Still, perfect. We got, that's why I was not worried. I knew that we could go Good. squirrel on Red Bull and we could go sideways Good. if we wanted to. Perfect. Um, Joanne is just sharing um, the work you do as a gift in so many ways to so many people. Oh. When you, um, cause you know what I found interesting? Oh, can you hear me still? Yeah. We just lost. Hang on one second. <laughs> Squirrel and Red Bull. There we go. Squirreling, a Leo squirreling. I need to sit still. <laughs> you can't. Um, um, the Murdoch trial. And yes. when you did the when you did the um, update on on that, that did not shock me because that was stuff I was picking up as well too about um, the reporter that was. Um, it was not the news reporter. What was her role? She wrote. A oh, book. the clerk. The, the clerk. Um, the clerk lady. The um, where she was accused of tampering with the jury. Yes. Yes. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I kind of, I, I knew, uh, as soon as I saw her book come out that there was something. Mm -mm. She wanted to sell her book. Yeah. She was giving rides to the jurors. You, you can't commingle with jurors. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. 
Tammy's teasing you. She said, I'm glad because <laughs> I was trying to get away with a 15 minute show when we waited all week to see her. I agree. I look forward to oh, Mondays. She's <laughs> like, oh, it's over. Oh my God. And we get double Joni when she goes from she's... her show on to Keith's and she's on the Otter's Den afterwards. That's so funny. She does do that. She's so funny. <laughs> I think um, it it feels like it would be so overwhelming and so people avoid it, right? Like we avoid it if it's going to be hard. Most of us do that sort of stuff if it, if it looks hard when, and yeah. that's how I looked at like when the very first time I was watching the show and I saw that chart and I'm seeing these lines going all over and your little notes off to the side, it just looked Oops. daunting at first, right? Well, I'm, I'm pretty messy, so I will take a chart and I just write all over it. I'm not very, you know, where I, I should probably do a little bit more organized and type in no. like this, but I just write it. No, I appreciate seeing it that way. <laughs> That's how I am too. Like, um, I don't even lend, I do not lend my books out and I do not borrow books from people because I highlight, I underline, I write notes mm -hmm. in the side and um yeah i love my books to death so and when i write notes i'm the same as you it's up here over here all Ugh. over the place but it's it's yeah seeing that was it just made me more in awe of what you do well it, you know i think they look it's almost like they're more intimidating to look mm -hmm. at than they really are Mm -hmm. because in a forensic event, what we call the event chart, we look at a couple of things. We have a planet that signifies the victim, one that signifies the perp. Like the rising sign on a chart is the victim. The descendant, which is across from the victim, is the perp. So that planet um. is, so we look to see where the perp is. And we, then those planets, if you're understanding what those signs mean attached to those planets, gives you an idea of what that person would be like? It can. Yes, it can give descriptions. Uh, the sun, for example, is usually an older male. The sun on um, Audrey's chart came up a lot. He was an older male. Mm -hmm. uh, so there are very specific things. Uh, Mars usually denotes some kind of violence or it can be a weapon. But, you know, Mars is the god of war. So you've got different things with different meanings of the planets. Uh, Uranus, mean, it can mean a place like near an airport. Right. Electrical, electrical towers. So if you're searching, it could be, uh-oh, let's look by an airport. So there's different it's things. Wild. It's it's wild. It's scary accurate. Yes, it, it, it it's um, gobsmacking. Like just, that's the word that I use. It is very interesting, Michelle. I agree. Um, do you get, so you do get approached though, right? Have you oh, not? Yeah. 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 And then the ones that interest you, you know, the ones like the Murdoch case or things that are a little more in the public are ones that you will use on your yes. show? Or does it I use the more public cases that way as almost like a teaching tool. Like, well, it has case. been. 
you know, Audrey's case is like a teaching tool because everything that I used, law enforcement had already put it out there. Right. You know, because a lot of cases, if especially if a family contacts you, uh, there's information that they don't want out. Yes. Yes, I know. You yeah. know, so, uh, you know, you just, a lot of the cases don't even get shown because they just don't, they don't want them out. And that's yeah. fine. Yeah, you do get approached. And, and search and rescue groups do, do use forensic astrologers. They yeah. use a lot. They use a lot of different things. They use the, um, the, the dousing rods too. So I love dowsing rods. I was joking around last week, like um, my friend was saying, you know, she was trying to find her glasses using her pendulum. And I'm like, I use my dowsing rods to find my glasses, my keys, my phone at least five times a week. (laughs) (laughs) I love my dowsing rods. (laughs) Mine would be, and, and there is a part of astrology called horary. H-O-R-A-R-Y, horary astrology, where you find missing objects as well. For example, really? yes, yes, it can find, that's, that, it's not a big study of mine, but you find that, I've found a lot of keys that way. <laughs> that's awesome. Like I wrote a, the, yeah, yeah, that's a word that I would trip over. Hor- I, I always trip over, I just spell it, horary. But like, if it's around like Pluto, you're thinking, okay, it's down, dark, it's in a dark place. Can you use dowsing rods to find more time in the day? No. Crap, I hear you. Some days I just want the day to be done. I don't need more time. I'm just ready for the day to be done. Yeah. I love dowsing rods. I don't know how they work, but I think they're so cool. Yeah, it's but it's not with electromagnetic energies as well too. It's yeah. it's just using energies. I don't really know. I know that's that kind of like astrology. We don't know how I, they work. They just work. They just do, and and that's it. I don't need to know the how. I just I, I trust that it works, and I roll with it. Keith is just saying, "I love my rods." Too. Well, I think that's where you can get caught up in astrology. Is that it? it it's too intimidating. It can be intimidating. Linda, uh, thank you very much, Linda. I, I hope that uh, your class goes well. Thanks for being here. And I appreciate the support. She's such a sweetheart. And her group, A Place of Solace, for anybody that's lost a loved one, it's a private Facebook group, Place of Solace. Can... Um, Jennifer is just saying I had a hard time connecting with my dowsing rod so far. So it may not be the right time. Like other things may be working for you. So you use what is working for you. And so that other muscle feels like it's time or develops, right? Right. And don't you think too, if you're not connecting with something, it's like, this is not my thing. And maybe try to find something else. Right. Yeah. And and that's okay. You know, yeah. like we're, we're all different and at different places. I think sometimes too, depending on where we're at with our own personal healing and our own personal accountability will affect, mm-hmm. you know, what tools we're using or how much information we're receiving until we shift to that next level. I think I would like have those rods. I would just be like running into things and knocking things over with them. 
I like, <laughs> I forget, um, a bobber. So it's like a, it's a, a bobber. So a copper rod, it's got a little yeah. spiral and then like a heavy, you know, stone or something on the end. Sometimes that's super fun too. And I've used just like a stick from outside. That's got a little bit of a wang to it and then put like, um, a skull. <laughs> I put a skull crystal on the end of it. It was in the shape of a skull. It was a howlite, a howlite skull on the end yeah. of this, like, and it, I used that as a bobber and it was finding all kinds of stuff that, you know, See? I think it's whatever you want to use. You put your intention, ask your right. team to work with you and it's going to work. Linda's just saying not always the right tool for you. I agree. Right. I agree too. And I mean, it's like, and anything you put your, and you notice anything you put your energy into, that's where things in your life will explode. Yeah. Yes. You, where your thoughts go, energy goes, right? right. Absolutely. And that's, like I said, that's how planets are. That's how the energy of astrology is. No, I had no idea. Yeah, you don't because... I did not have any clue. I think astrology, some astrologers, when you say, well, Saturn did it or Pluto did it or Mercury retrograde did it, you're not holding yourself accountable. Thank you. You know, and... That's not how it works. Yeah. And that was what um, I, a comment that I had written down uh, that I wanted to talk to you about. Like, I think part of why I've shied away from astrology um, is it frustrates me when I hear people using that as an excuse yes. for behaviors, right? Like right. hiding behind um astrology or like mercury retrograde everyone says like they blame mercury retrograde for everything and i'm like mo for the most part i've i've soar through retrogrades yeah. and don't even realize it's happening you don't but again don't you you cannot use it as a crutch you have to be yeah. hold yourself accountable or you're you know you're, it's you know energy is just neutral if it sits there yeah. depending on you know just knowing the energy and what to do with it. But like I said, the planets do not, it can affect the collective behavior. For example, last week, maybe Mars and Pluto were together. So all week I kept saying, just watch your surroundings. Things can um, go bad very quickly with this energy. Yeah. I remember so, you and Keith talking about that on yes. the Otter's Den. Yeah. Yes. So if you're around people that don't understand energy or know how it works, you can be in a crowd and everything can bust loose. But if you know that ahead of time, you'll know, hey, you know what? I'm the, you see something unfolding, you stand back or you get out. That's yeah. how you let that energy work in, in your favor. Yeah. You can't blame the planets. They didn't do it. Yeah. You did it. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, yeah. The engagement, right? You get to choose. And um yes. I, I say that all the time. Like your thoughts, words, deeds, and actions matter. So having yes. that that pause before doing any of that and yeah, yeah, it, it all of that matters. Can't blame the planets on it all. The cool thing with forensic astrology, I think why I gravitated toward it because I loved true crime. 
But, you know, when you use clairvoyance or the clues, I was always doubting myself so much until the clues would hit. Right. This is so difficult to do on a weekly basis. Why not just incorporate it with the astrology? Then I've just gone 100% to the astrology because of the accuracy. So did your, um, did that clairvoyant muscle get louder with the astrology? Uh, sometimes. Not really, no. No? It's now it's more, because astrology has that scientific edge to it, to where the clairvoyancy is pretty, um, it's what I hear or what I write down as to where astrology, it's this way or no other way. It's pretty scientific. Right. That makes sense. There's no room for, you know, Mercury is communications. It's a phone or it could be a car or it could be this. It can't right. be anything else to where clairvoyancy could be, you know, a red sign. Right. Or a, a water. Or I guess it was more like if you get extra on top of what the chart is saying to you. Yes. As you're doing it. Yes. I do cheat. <laughs> Sometimes I do cheat. Yes, That's not I cheating cheat. though. Yeah. Well, it's kind of. Yeah, Why? How? Okay. I'm going to share really. Linda's, I'm going to share Linda's comment first and then I want you to tell me. Okay. So Linda is just saying it's the same as people expecting the universe to fix everything or bring things to them. It doesn't work that way. Right. Sometimes right. we have to make room for the new to come or we have to take an action when we're prompted. We, you know, like we have to also take action. Well, it's like you said in readings, the ancestors will be like, and you will be shown, hey, look, this mm -hmm. is this is kind of what you did or came here with. Yeah. Get over it and let things new in. Yeah. Okay. Tell me why you think that that's cheating. Well, because it's like, well, should I look this up or no, you know, so yeah, I do use it. It does pop in. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it does pop in. Think because I'm clairaudient, so I hear. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, when you yeah. hear, do you hear? Because I'm clairaudient as well too. Do you hear inside ear and outside ear, or both? When inside, inside ear, inside. Yeah, for okay. sure. Because people always will ask if that inside voice, if that intuitive voice, sounds like your own voice. Like everyone wants to not pay attention because they're expecting the big booming voice. No, <laughs> it's not bush. a big booming voice. It's, yeah. it's a little <laughs> tiny one word, Yeah, you know. That sounds like your own voice in your head. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I think learning to decipher what yeah. your subconscious and your higher conscious is saying, you, you have to differ between the two. That's tough. That's yeah. not easy to learn. And I think it's very individualistic. Yeah. Discernment is, is really, but discernment is so important to learn. It's having that discernment is so important and it helps you understand if you're working from like the Chihuahua brain, that <laughs> ego center or from like your heart center, Yeah, you know, which it, it is, but yeah. 
I try to encourage people like takes two weeks, right? Takes two weeks to start that pattern. But you know what I tell everybody is you start your day with gratitude, put your hand, hand over your heart. So you're not in the Chihuahua brain and ask your spirit, what do you need today? And you try doing that every day for two weeks. So anybody that's listening, you try and then let me know in two weeks, how it, how it rolls for you. Because usually by the end of the two weeks, when you ask, what do you need today? What does my spirit need today? You'll hear or feel or know the answer before you're done asking the question. And then you'll have more confidence and clarity with what your personal intuitive voice sounds like and then it will help you have that discernment but it and i agree before my feet hit the floor every morning yes is gratitude yes every day driving home at night i mean gratitude yeah you know even if it's just thank you for a pretty look at the how pretty it is out today or you know that i get to hang with you Oh, God love you. I am so grateful. (laughs) I'm grateful for Howie getting the ball rolling. Like this little network of people like Keith and and Rhonda and and Howie, just all of you. It's just been great. Um, Jennifer's just sharing. I heard someone say hello to me this week. Can't tell you if it was inside or outside. That's wonderful. Yeah, very exciting. Exactly. Thank you, Spirit, yes. for another day. And I, I've always, too, like, um, when my kids were small, I mean, my oldest is 30 now, so they're not, they're still kids, though, but. Yeah, they're always babies. Right. Um, so when they were younger, I would get them to thank spirit for the gifts that they were going to receive throughout the day. And then at the end of the day, ask them what they received. So tell me what you're grateful for. So it gave them a focus on little things, being grateful for all those little things that happen throughout the day. So, you know, they, yeah, it's important to notice little things. Oh, it's always the little things. And like you say, if I'm looking at a chart, yes, things do come in. And then you're like, okay, well, I'll just put right that over off to the side. It's like a side clue. Right. And I'll look in the chart because you look things up. Um, like two planets can mean backpack. Venus can mean a purse or a backpack. So in Audrey's file, I looked for Venus because the backpack was so big. Right. In the chart. And um, so those are little things that you think, okay, backpack, where would it be? or you'll hear backpack or purse. So the two are, it's a great combination. See, I could just listen to you talk about it all day. (laughs) Well, it's, it's my passion. I I I just, I love it. I I don't, I do nothing else. It's an obsession. It's pretty sick. No, (laughs) it's not. I love it. I'm one of those people that will listen to true crime and fall asleep and be okay. Like serial killers, murders. I, I bring it on. Now, a thing with the serial killers thing, this is a story from, from, it's just a story, but it's pretty interesting, but for clear, because you're a medium, serial people, or yes, I guess serial crime people have a different energy. Mm-hmm. And I know this sounds crazy to say it, 
but I think they're clairvoyant. I think they're very in tuned because they know when you're getting into their space. Mm-hmm. So you have to be very careful if you're working a case where you there could be serial people involved. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds crazy. But no, it doesn't. I agree with you 100%. Okay, even, I'm glad you do. Even like um, understanding sending energy out or toss an energy back at somebody like yes. you have to be mindful when somebody where they are at and how that they can pick up on it, feel you in their space yes. as well too. They do. I agree. They do. They know it. And you have to be very, very careful of that mm-hmm. because then when they know you're in their space, when they know that you're there, they know they could possibly get caught. So you have to be very mindful of what you're doing when you're doing true crime, because it is real life. And you, you um, kind of forget that sometimes. Um, yeah, I think if you, when you're so caught up in, in what you think the end goal, or what you feel that end goal is, you can, you can forget. I'm super mindful of it all the, yeah, yeah all the time. And I think you learn to do that when you work with true crime because you have to remember there's, there are a lot of people out there that are free and they want, they love their freedom. They don't want to get caught. Yeah. You got to be careful. Um, I have more that I want to say about that in a second. I just want to make sure that I respond to this so it doesn't get lost in here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Donna Jean is just asking again. I think this is from Linda's. You had mentioned it. I think I could type it in here. I don't know. We're going to try. Oh. Um, I think it was Linda's group. Was it not? That yes. Was? Okay. It, it's a place of solace. S-O-L-A-C-E. And it's Linda Nelson. A place of solace. And like I said, she lost her granddaughter. She's got a safe place. A safe space for people to go and chat. And she also does Zoom calls. So she has a really tight, good group where they just chat, especially around the holidays. You know? So yeah. it's wonderful. Holidays are very hard. For, and first, like those for the first, the for all the firsts. They are hard. They are hard. Um, where was I going? Okay. Squirrel. <laughs> Foggy brain. Um, when we were talking about people being able to, to feel our intention or feel our energy, if we're in their space, when we're doing that, that work, um, and being able to toss back, that's, that's so true. It's so true. And so if you were, if you were doing, or when you do, um, astrology work, like some people are very, clear with their structure when they're opening up intuitively um protection uh, energetic protection or clearing it off at the end of the day or clearing off after a session do, do you have anything like that that you do no i mean i do if i do a psychic fair and i'm reading if i'm doing readings all day or if okay. i'm going to do a reading i will certainly do that but astrology i don't it's, it's, it's more, you have to, 
it's it's math, it's scientific. So you're not going into that outer place. I I, I don't. I, it's hard to describe that place where you lift mm-hmm. above. Uh, you know, you go to that above place to gain your energy. Yeah. With astrology, you have to be very grounded because you're working with numbers and very mm-hmm. detail oriented. So right. there's it's two different um, consciousnesses. Is that a word? Consciousness is right. sure. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's too different. It's got, <laughs> got your, you know, like for example, if I want to go out and get clairvoyant clues, I'll listen to music and I'll blast it, mm. blast everything out of my mind. Right. And that's when you go to that place. Right. But astrology, you have to be very grounded because it's scientific, it's math. Right. Right. Which is why I said, like, I saw your map and the math and went, oh, I failed grade nine, 10, 11. I had to repeat. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Palumbo, for being so kind with me. <laughs> because I'd hold my breath and go, oh, no, no. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. But the computer does a lot of it. But you still have to be accurate with your drawings or your, you, you have to know what you're, you know, so you have to be a lot more grounded with the astrology. I am. Yeah. Linda's right. Two different levels of consciousness. Yes. It's two different places. Sometimes Joni, I can go from here, uh, like pull up. It just takes a breath. I am not even joking. It takes a breath for me and I can feel that breath move up to my third eye. My crown goes and down my (laughs) spine and up and away I go. It's really like that. I am a freak. So as, as fast as that goes. So sometimes if I know like it, what I'm going to be doing is going to be pulling me really, really high for any length of time. And I still like, it's not that I don't know how to be grounded, but sometimes I need that extra help. It's staying grounded and open at the same time in order to do the work that I'm doing. I take that my big, it's horrifies everybody. So if you do sound therapy, you can email me and I will take the, I will take the backlash gently (laughs) this big crystal singing bowl and i'll put salt in the warm water so then when i'm doing my work i've got my feet inside my sound (laughs) my crystal bowl with the salt so that i can stay grounded and open and then do the work that i'm needing to do see isn't that cool Mm -hmm. so you can be like half in and half out like half and half Mm-hmm. But it's cool. it's here because then what I find, like when you said, like you pull up with music, you yes. can feel that coming down. Like I get yeah. cold, I get cold shivers and everything. Like, yeah. And, you know, that's the beauty of with if you do use clairvoyance is there are little cheaty things like cold chills or the metal taste in your mouth. There are diff- yeah. Goosebumps and and like you can have the hair stand on the back of your neck, you know, there. So it's, it's really, I, I think if you practice with clairvoyance and try to open up, it's so personal that when you find it, you know, you know, like you use the bowl. To, well, sometimes I do. Yeah. Sometimes I know I need to, because where yeah. I'm going to go is going to be a lot, um, for the most part, I can even just envision that spiral coming out from the bottom of my foot 
and going out so I can feel it happening for the most part. But sometimes the work that you're doing is just so big. Like, and that's what I wondered. Like when you're working on a chart, can you, does it feel like a hum? Like, oh yeah, we're on to something. You can feel like it's going to be hitting. Yes, I, I do. Hit. I, I do know. Um, I guess that would be intuitively. Like I told you earlier, if I know when the chart's going to hit, they almost talk to me. Yes, that's what I wondered. Yes, they do. So I know if it was a bad time or a good time. I, I pretty well, but I think that's a lot of that's with doing it so much too. It could be intuitive. Right. You know when that's going to hit. You know when you've got, when you know that that map is going to find somebody, you know it. It's you smart. know it. It's, it's, it's neat stuff. It's very cool. If anybody is just joining us now in the chat um, or just tuning in, you are listening to uh, Spirit Switchboard. I'm your host, Carolyn Shellhorn, and you are listening to us live on 105.3 and 107.7 New Orleans. Thank you for being here. We have Joni uh, Templeton Skinner, who uh, does forensic astrology. She has a show on Monday evenings with the Rift Nation called uh, True Crime, Mysteries Behind the Veil. And um, is are you on the Otter's Den every week as well, too? Because Keith Ottersberg has his show, the Otter's Den, yes. right after your show. So you guys also do like no, astrology Keith for the week. And, Keith and I are every other Monday. Every, every, other, every Monday. other Monday. So like it'll be not this Monday, but the following Monday. Gotcha, gotcha. And Keith and I just talk about what's ahead astrologically, uh, like for the week. And then you have another shoot of astrology, which is called Mundane Astrology, World Events. What's going on in like the United States' chart? Or so we do a lot of mundane astrology. I still find all of it fascinating. It's it's all of it, it's just all astrology is fascinating. It's very scary accurate. Leslie's just asking, is that kind of like when you have a dream about someone and you feel compelled to tell them what Joni was explaining? You mean as far as not sharing or knowing when to share, having discernment? I'm sorry, Leslie, can you expand a little bit yeah. so we can? I just want to make sure that we're approaching that question correctly. Right. And, you know, the thing with astrology as well is there's a misconception that astrology can predict the future. It cannot. It can't. Okay. I needed to hear that. <laughs> it cannot. What we do, this is what astrologers do. I'll give you an example. The United States is going through what is called a Pluto return, where Pluto comes around every 200 and some odd years. How did we think what's going to happen in the United States during the Pluto return. We go back into history and it's astrology is very well documented. So when the Pluto return happened in Babylon, Babylon fell, mm. Rome fell, London, what happened in London. So astrologers go back and look at past patterns to say, this is what's happened in the past. 
I'm not guaranteeing it, but this is what could occur. Right. So, so that's where people have a misconception of, oh, astrology is evil because it's a prediction tool. No, you look at patterns. Mm. But I, I, I've had an astrology reading done once. And it was like an intuitive reading more than I, it, astrology as far from my perspective at that time. So I, I think it, for, for me shutting that down and I, now I am learning it, you'd have to use your discernment because it would just be no different than reaching out for a psychic or a medium or anybody else. Yes. There's going to be people with their own intention and their own swing to things because, you know, pretty much, I mean, accurate with, certain things from the past, but as they went way on, like I was going to be having a partner and married and an international television show and you need like, yeah, yeah. They were still, we're going to have to wait. You'll have to get me on the same <laughs> astrology dating site as Keith. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> have to do, like, wait, but I was thinking Keith, I was thinking when the auction thing wasn't a bad idea, they could auction, uh, night with us for charity and we send yeah. it to the charity. We just take somebody out for dinner and <laughs> but, not necessarily a date, but we're doing it for charity. But if we auction Keith and somebody yeah. lives like in Atlanta or Canada, how is Keith going to go out on the date? Do they oh, have to go to, I don't know. I guess see, we <laughs> zoom it. That's what yeah, we've we been doing for the last five years. <laughs> we, could, we could have a zoom dinner with Keith. Like Taco Bell with keys. Oh my gosh, Taco Bell. Tarby's keys. Goopy cheese. Any place that's yeah. got some goopy cheese, sign me up. <laughs> I think we should auction off Keith for the reward money. Like a like a 30-minute <laughs> dinner date, Taco Bell talking. Wait, we have another scroll moment. <laughs> I think that would be great. Hang on. I got all excited talking about goopy cheese. <laughs> <laughs> see we could do that with Keith. i think that would be great <laughs> taco bell with keith taco bell with keith on via zoom 30 minutes and we could auction him <laughs> it and it like, goes to charity keith how yeah, do you say it, no to that yeah, keith, yeah. we could do three raffles for five dollars <laughs> keith is a scorpio he will go alone I, oh. I thought he left. <laughs> no. Keith, Look at is my there a Taco Bell? Team. Is there a Taco Bell close to you, Keith? Um. Okay. <laughs> yes, I. Uh, you know what, Leslie? I agree. But if the show is coming, then maybe a partner is coming too, and I need to be open-minded. But it was just the way that they had planned that out. It was like by two thousand nine, all this stuff was supposed to be. Well, coming. and you know, you can see that in a chart, a natal chart, where somebody where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are, where things could evolve. But that person has to go and get it. Well, so, you know, you know that's what I was thinking too. Like when, um, you know, psychics can't 
we can, we can feel. So I, I do both like psychic medium. Right. And I tell people for me, when, when I see things, it's like uh, choose your own adventure story and I'm seeing potential outcomes all the way. And I lean into the one that feels the brightest and comes out at me 3d, but depending on where you are with your personal healing, you may not tune into all of the paths really clearly. It may sound like a teacher from Corey Brown. So they give you something that doesn't end up happening, right? Because right. Of, of where they're at. Not trying to toot my own home, but I just, that's how I, I see right. that. And, and, and lots of people. But he says 26 miles south of here. Taco Bell. Okay, well, maybe we could do McDonald's then. If Taco Bell's um, 20-something miles from him. We could do 30 minutes with Keith at McDonald's. Tarot reading. So it's possible. It depends on us and our choices. Exactly. Absolutely. Same with I astrology. Just, um, there when was, when uh, I was a young girl and my, my mom had my natal chart done. And of course, a Libra, that's the house of partnerships. They're all in my seventh house, seventh house of partnerships, marriages. And the astrologer said to mom, I hope these aren't all marriages. Okay, because that's what my chart represented. Well, yeah, it happened. But that was my choice to marry four different people. Do right. you know what I mean? Right, right. But the, that's what was laid out. No. Interesting. Julie, um, Julie Kraus, spiritual advisor, you please go to her Facebook page and you can look up the archive from the show that we did last week um, with Spirit Switchboard. She's just sharing. My grandmother was a professional astrologist Aww. and it was so much info that I got turned off. So I'm fascinated by those who know so much about this topic. I agree. Like it, I, I kind of look like a deer in heaven. That's why I'm in, in awe of you, but the way that you share your passion wow. gives us just enough information that we're learning. So those of us who would have shut it off or I'm open to it way more now Good. than what I was before, because I'm still learning it in a way that's easy for me to process. Um, I just got thrown off a little bit when Audrey you know, showed up for me last week, but. I think too, though, I think that sometimes it's like talking to a lawyer when they talk legal terminology and it's yeah. almost like it's intimidating, you know? Oh, sorry, Michelle. I was trying to find this. What show do you do the world astrology on or when rather? Okay. Um, Usually on the Otter's Den every other Monday. Okay. So it won't be this Monday. It'll be the Otter's Den next Monday. So On we, the Rift Nation Network. Correct. The Otter's Den and we do, you know, like we looked at Israel, we looked at Ukraine, we look at all of, and every country has a birth chart. Just like we all have natal charts, countries also go through, you know, transits and natal charts. Mariel's just saying, and won't the U.S. Pluto return this year line up with the last time in Aquarius when the Declaration of Independence 1776? Yes. Yes. Very much so. And what happened is, is Pluto is the planet of transformation. It's like the Phoenix bird. It will tear down and then build back. So in the United States chart, since 2008 
Pluto has been in Capricorn, which is structures, government, uh, top down, government, the old guard. Recently, Pluto moved into Aquarius in the United States chart. It's rebellion. It's uh, freedom. It's the collective. And it's hitting the media. So we're watching the media getting turned upside down and tousled and transformed in the United States as we speak. Mm -hmm. Joanne is just asking I had or saying I had my chart done at my first Saturn return. It was very informative. Okay. What a Saturn return is Saturn takes about, uh, I'll show you like you have it like a natal chart. I always have them around. Okay. So that's what a chart looks like. Saturn goes around the wheel every 30 years. So when you hear people uh, say Saturn return, it goes through every single house of the Zodiac and on the return, it's like the karmic return. So at around 30, 29, 30, 31, we take a look at our lives. What did you learn? What lessons did we accomplish? So Saturn returns are tough. They can be tough. They can yes. Kick, they can kick your butt. Yes, it did. <laughs> if you think back to like 30 or 29, that's not an easy time in your life. No, it wasn't. Linda's a C. Linda, I, I knew you guys would hit it off. Aww. Actually, these guys connect. Um, Linda was also on uh, my show. So if you, um, uh, she's got a podcast that will be coming out shortly, we're hoping. And uh, you can follow her uh, website or her Facebook page is called Pachamama. She makes wonderful um, natural products as Ooh. well. And she is also intuitive. Uh, Linda's uh, Monsters Be Gone, Energy Clearing Spray, uh, Liquid Smudge, all of that stuff is, <sighs> is fabulous. She also has a wonderful cream called Obliterate, which is a wonderful pain cream. Oh, um, I need obliterate. She is pretty fabulous as well. So she is just sharing. Joni, you're fascinating and so relatable. I could listen to you for days. Do you do charts for people in general or only true crime? If you look at the little ticker at the bottom, her website is astrologymeetstruecrime.com. And you can see all the things that she offers there. Now I'll let you. Sorry, I just interjected a bit there. But you yeah, can let her know yeah. what you do. No, it's my, it's the brand new website. So if there are some glitches, but it's got all kinds of information, <laughs> glitches, keep the Libra out of the lab, keep the Libra off the uh, <laughs> nuclear codes. <laughs> oh, Keith, I would... an X be gone spray. Say yes. Keith. Um, story, Keith, I, I did see this. Let me come back up. I just, there we go. And it's okay. I know, um, you commented, sorry, I just threw that out. It's okay that you just threw that out. Um, do suggestions really work in self healing? Do you mean, um, what kind of suggestions like, like, um, meditation, hypnosis? I don't know. Oh, um, you can add a little bit more to that. Muriel, actually, 
it was fun listening to you and Keith on the Otter Stand talking about Chiron as well, too. Chiron, yeah, Chiron is so funny. Chiron is an asteroid, and it's called the bridge. It's in between Saturn and Uranus. Well, Keith is a Scorpio, so every time I say Uranus, he laughs because that's a Scorpio. They laugh. And so Chiron is the, it's you heal and you heal through wisdom. You take the pain and you make it with, you learn, you learn wisdom. Giggle. See the perverted Scorpios. <laughs> Linda's birthday is December 3rd. December. Oh, we're not going to say that out loud, but yes, be gone. Oh, that's what Keith needs. So it's called be by. Um, Self-suggestions. Yes. Like hypnosis. I, I, I believe so. I've no, I don't know much about self-hypnosis. It's not something that I've done either, nor past life regression. So I'm not sure about any of, of that, but I believe that it can help and, yes. and work. And I think that we have to meet it no different than any alternative healing modalities, right? Like we have to be open to and allow that to integrate as well. And, and what's interesting about astrology with past lives is uh, a, we have what's called a South node. We've got a North node and a South node. South node is where an astrologer can look at your past lives karma. When you look to the South node, it's your security blanket because you've been through so many incarnations, usually doing repeating, repeating, repeating. It's where your comfort zone is. So in an astrology chart, our goal is to work towards the North node, which is your destiny. So mm -hmm. instead of hiding into your South node, you've got to climb out and go hit that North node. Oh, does see? that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it does. And it's easy stuff. It's not like, oh, I came down here to help with this or that. It's it's pretty easy stuff. It's pretty normal everyday things. Like instead of okay, like for example, you look at the opposite, like for a Leo. Okay, Leo is heart. So if the South Node is a Leo. That person could have been royalty. Leo is also the sign of royalty, by the way. Mm. Uh, Which South my granddaughter calls me Queenie. Isn't that cool? It's true. <laughs> it's a sign of royalty. Yeah. yeah, she calls me Queenie. So the North Node says, you know what? You have to be thinking more in terms of the collective because the collective is Aquarius and freedom loving and rebellious. So they're it's, it's really an interesting study. Yes, South Node is your comfort zone. Absolutely, it's your warm blanket. Yes, it's where we hide. It's, it's, it's fascinating. Um, Jennifer is just asking Linda uh, for the link for Pachamama. Could you um, put in your, or make a comment uh, linking people to... Yes. Uh, patch a mama for you. Yes. And because I want the pain stuff for my knee. K 
Keeson is just asking. Keeson, thank you so much for hanging out. I love that. I'm going to be on um, Sean Kelly's show with UPRN on Sunday night at 8 o'clock. He has Into the Night. And I saw you were there. Uh, we were both watching. So um, Keeson is just asking, what's your definition, definition of karma? Of karma. Okay, so in astrology, I'll tell you what it is in the south node of astrology, you know, but for spiritual astrology, your karma could be things that you accumulate in this incarnation, whether it be um, your actions, your intentions, your words, mainly actions. Uh, so, or you can come in, you've heard of, if you've heard of ancestral karma where if you come in with ancestral karma into the South node, it shows up too. So like lineage, you can pull, you can pull things down into this incarnation from your lineage. It's like crap. Why did I pick that? And we pick it, you know, we pick it. So your astrology chart is your life's path here. Kathy's just asking, what about being on oh. the cusp? Oh, I, I love this. Okay, your cusp is like she's Virgo Libra. So what's important, Kathy? That's why I have an ephemeris all the time. For example, um, I'll give you an example. I'm a Virgo Libra cusp. I was born on the 22nd of September. I have zero Virgo tendencies. What are Virgo tendencies? Nurturing. Uh, they're very organized. Perfection. Uh, a Virgo is grounded. They're earthy. Uh, they know. They're just. They love lists. They love post-it <laughs> notes. Everything. They balance yeah. their checkbooks. They're yeah. obsessive, like with cleaning. They're 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 perfect. My daughter. Perfect. Mm -hmm. I have none of that. Zero. So I. I looked it up on the ephemeris that day in my year, Libra went in on the 22nd. So if you're a cusp, it's very important to do the research on an ephemeris to look at the year because planets can be funny. The sun can go in on a day ahead or a day behind. If that makes sense. Kathy, not obsessive, the 21, the 21st of September post-it notes. I love Virgos. I wish I had one ounce. I, I don't mean obsessive meaning. Okay. Like if a Virgo wants something done, it's like, I have to mark it off of my to-do list and it's got to be done. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not yep. September 21st. Uh, that could be a Virgo. It could be a Libra. If it's, it's, it depends on the year. It depends on the year. However, cusp babies can very well pick up signs of both. So you could have the qualities of a Virgo and the qualities of Libra. So you're, it's a blessing, actually. Kason, it's okay. That's what no. these, these are all about, right? Is, yes. is asking questions. It's how it's how we learn. So I'm I'm grateful. I mean. Um, you know, I'm sure there's somebody else that's needing to hear the answer to the questions that you're asking as well, too. So they're grateful that you're asking the questions. So um, is karma like paying your debts? 
Yeah. Earth learning lessons. Lessons. Great. Um, Karen is just sharing. She has. Uh, oh, that's cool. Two cusp children. That's wonderful. Um, Case and Keith is just adding to the question. Karma can also be receiving good things we deserve for the work that we've done. Agreed? Absolutely. Karma doesn't have to be like, oh crap, it's karma. It can be ex like excellent karma. You can get, re I think the universe rewards, don't you? I mean, yeah, I agree. I think that karma is again, one of those words that people kind of misuse like love and light and soulmates oh. and all of those things that may I always, <laughs> I oh. guess I say it causes me stink. eye tight, but oh. <laughs> like, it's just like, Oh, <laughs> Ethan, Oh my God, Keith and I do that on Monday nights. We're like, if you say love and light, I'm going to smack you. Yeah. Because it's not love and it's not all no. love. And, shut up. No, shut if up. they are in a love and light, it's just all love and light. I I instantly know that the, the deep work is not getting done because it's snotty, ugly, uncomfortable, and raw. <laughs> like it's, it's messy. You got to be okay about getting messy to get real about who you are and, and what your journey is about. The mirror is ugly. It can be very messy. Mm -hmm. And gentle, being gentle. And it's a lifelong process. It's not something that you can weekend warrior class through. It's no, it's lifelong work. Denise is, is just sharing. Okay. I just took out a chart I had done back in 2014. I see true, no, true node listed. Where do you find North and South nodes? Okay. Thank you for asking Denise. It's okay. You can, the the north node looks like a little N with two little balls on the bottom of it, so it's going to be an N shape. The south node is going to be like a U shape with two little balls, and it's going to be directly across from your north node. It might not. The south node might not be in your chart, but the north node will be. The true node will be. So it'll, it'll be shaped like a little N, like a little hump like a little upside down you, like an N, upside down you. So I hope that answers. Everybody's afraid of karma, I understand it. Case and saying when you experience bad luck constantly, nonstop, is that your debt's weaning out rapidly. Mm -hmm. And it could also be like if your, th your thoughts, right? Your thoughts create... Uh, energy as well too. So if, if you are believing that it's only bad luck that's going to happen and that's what you're thinking about, then that's sort of what happens as well too. There's that perspective. I believe that wholeheartedly. I would flip that, flip that and say, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, from this day forward. It, yeah. You know, so do a vow break. I now deem null and void any vows, contracts or agreements between myself and blah, 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 blah. Right. In this lifetime, past lifetimes, alternate dimensions, alternate realities, wherever it may come from, blanket that everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, it, when 
I, when we're talking about love and light and all that kind of stuff too, we, we, we can be on a love and light path and, and have bad days and bad emotions or bad feelings. And I I encourage people to go, okay, so that just like vomited out. I'm just going to clear, cancel and delete that. And thank you very much. (laughs) Clear, cancel and delete. Get out of here. Don't allow it. I always say I'm not going to allow it. Get it away. Not today, Satan. Yeah. Not, I love that shirt. Not today, Satan. Yeah, but everybody blames demons too, and that's like the whole other conversation. I'm done over that too. Not everything is a demon, and not everything is a possession. Stop, please. What you put out, you get more of. What you fear, you create. Oh, perfect. That's a good T-shirt. Um, Keith, and this is um, thanks, Keith, for being here because you're filling in the gaps for us. Uh, Keith is just sharing case and that could also be the planets guiding you. Something may be taken to be replaced with something better. And we don't always know. So that's where the faith comes in. Right. And trust. That's 100% because, you know, when you work with true crime and forensic, you see probably more of the bad and the ugly than you see the good. Like when somebody is found, it's like, I want to just get up and scream. It's so happy. But you that's where your faith does come in and you say, mm-hmm. I, you know, was this faded? I, I don't know, but faith pulls you through everything. You have to pull on your faith, whether mm-hmm. it be Buddha, God, the tree outside. Flying I, I spaghetti monster, whatever. Who cares? Mm-hmm. It's your faith. It's what's inside of you. Yeah. Keith is just sharing Mercury and Pluto retrograde guide us <laughs> help us. Poor Keith hears me, hears me talk all the time about it. I'll be like, stop it with me. We laugh about Mercury retrogrades because they are, retrogrades are the, and, and don't let people frighten you and fear mm-hmm. you. Retrograde is the way that the universe says, slow down. We're going to review. We're going to revamp. We're going to slow it down. Pause. Pause. That's it. Yeah. Fear sells a lot of things. Yes, it does. Agreed. Um, Joanna, thank you for asking. I'm going to be Sunday night at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern time. I will be on uh, Sean Kelly's uh, podcast here with UPRN and the UFO Paranormal radio network um called into the night Ooh, into that's a cool name into the night yeah he's into the night sean is very sweet he's and he has two shows um i think there's sunday and tuesday sundays are a little more uh relaxed so it's just be a relaxed conversation about the paranormal and high strangeness we got a lot of strangeness going on now lots (laughs) we just you just roll with it Yes, Keith is sharing you need to look at this in order to heal it. Right. If you shove back down, it comes back rougher the next time. Agreed. In so many different ways. Uh, Donna Jean is just sharing I've had so many close people die over the past several years, many of them younger. It's so hard sometimes to be positive. Yes. And you don't have to pretend to be positive so that other people are comfortable either. It's okay for you to be where you are where you are at. And I, I hope that people are... are holding space for you just to have all those feelings and not, you know, trying to push you out of it. 
you know, in honor mourning, yeah. honor being sad, honor your sadness, honor be mourning. It's, yeah. it's, it's okay. And and I, I agree so much, Carrie Lynn, that you, it's okay to be sad. Yeah. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be anxious. And it's however okay long it is. However long that takes you, right? And it's so individual. Everybody does it differently. That's true. This has been a blast, Joni. Do you think you'll come on again? Oh, my God. I'd love to. <laughs> Please invite it. me again. I would love it. I would love it. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. If... Um, uh, you want to check more out about Joni. Her shows are on Monday on the Rift uh, Nation Network, Facebook, yes. and YouTube. Um, uh, Keith, uh, Keith um, Ottersberg show, The Otter's Den, is every second Monday, or it's every Monday, Keith's show, and every second Monday, uh, Joni is on. Keith correct? and I. Yeah. Um, well, I loved being on here. It was just a, that flew by. It does. I told you people kind of get wigged out at first when they hear that it's almost a two hour show, but then it just flies so quickly. It's just like really hanging out and having a coffee, right? And then a conversation. Yeah. So I'm a Libra. We can talk for hours. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Well, thank you. I appreciate thank you being you. here. Thank you everybody that was listening and uh, hanging out in the, the chat room with us today, asking questions and making comments. If you are um, interested, please hang out and continue um, listening with uh, UPRN. Uh, Jeffrey Pritchett is on next with the Church of Mabus. And next week I have Dominic Sattel. I've had actually Julie um, Kroos who commented tonight. She was on last week. Dominic and Julie work with Eric Mattel, who has also been on. You can find their shows through um, the archives with um, Eric Mattel Investigates. So he'll be on next week uh, chatting about... Um, his journey and his mediumship and uh, paranormal investigations. He will be on next week's show. So thank you all so much for being here and we'll see you next week. Thank you to the United Public Radio Network and the UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 New Orleans. Good night, everyone. See you next week. Good night. Thanks, Anne.